to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hello, Chris. I'm back. <laughs> back for the glory shots. And hello John to all listeners. Out there. Yeah. I put my kit on, lifting the trophy that says, fucking thank God it's finished. Uh, <laughs> we are covering Love Island UK Season 9, the finale, Chris. And what a finale it wasn't, but you know. <laughs> I was going to say, what were you watching? <laughs> Drunk again. Uh, uh, that's quite all right. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, uh, I think what we should do, should do is just briefly talk about the position of everyone, Dave. Who won, who, you know, who didn't and that, and then just talk about the fucking series as a whole. Because this has been a hell of a commitment and slog from not just us, Dave, from all our listeners, if they've had to watch it. And a lot of people have, have said, look, just listen to the podcast, including my own wife, who's like, I've watched, she watched one episode and was like, I'm done. And at times, Dave, I'll be honest with you, I wish I'd done the same, my friend, but we wouldn't have a podcast, so we've had to power through. So I think for me, you know, we've got the top four. We're going into this episode. Maya Jammer's there. I think she's been a bit of a, you know, a breath of fresh air in the show and not just, you know, she's a great-looking girl without doubt, but not just that. I think she's... Fuck off, <laughs> No, sorry. I wish I could. I should have put myself on mute there. Sorry, sorry. Carry on <laughs> digging away. Oh, yeah, just this is entertaining for me. <laughs> right. Just, yeah, just fresh air. It's just nothing mute. to do with how she looks at all. It's no, just... no, 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 no. Breath of fresh air, Dave. You know, like yeah, you did say breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly hey, she on. She got in trouble with her Instagram, though, didn't she? Fucking spoiling it. Before well, uh, Jesse and Will went out, yeah, and and in and fucking ITV that released the advert, the Muppet, and we talked about it on Maths. Everybody was like, "Oh, well done." I mean, you know, Jesse and Will. I think you're going to see Will. He could potentially become a TV presenter, Dave, as in a children's TV presenter. He's got that fucking. I mean, Mr. Sim- Tumble's been going for ages, hasn't he? So <laughs> he's fucking ready there. Just has to learn a bit of sign language. He's he's a shoe in, surely. Exactly. He's got that ridiculous, uh, as you would say, Dave, and I'm stealing it. That shit eating grin, my friend, as you would say. <laughs> so yeah, he's um. They were obviously fifth. So so I think it, it ran, I thought possibly Shaq and Tanya would come in the top three, but unfortunately they were fourth. Tom and Sammy were third. Then second was Ron and Lana, first Kai and Sanam, Dave. And it went, and I saw our great friend Derek had put on Facebook, he actually had the voting percentages that have been released. So this is quite interesting. And it's, you know, so Shaq and Tanya got 2% of the votes, Dave. Tom and Sammy, 24. Ron Lana, 30. And Kai and Sanam, 44. Now, I know Kai and Sanam were popular because of what happened. Jack and Tanya, that's interesting. I, I just don't think she did herself any favours. That was in the public uh, arena, the way she reacted with Shaq. Some were calling Shaq out. Then Tom and Sammy, Dave had it. A lot of people don't like Sammy Dave as well. So, yeah, it, it, I'm glad it went the way it went. Oh, and Kai and Sanam what, Yeah, loads. The, the way she went at Ron, loads of people were calling her out, oh, saying right. she was bullying him. And that's why Ron and Lana pushed up you know, within the ranks, because obviously Ron wasn't a popular character earlier on. Loads of people were off the Tom and Sammy train completely because of the way she dealt with it. I 
I saw it as she was going at him a bit, but we're not there all the time. She was a bit opinionated, but why she's allowed to be? I just she was nothing to me. I didn't. I didn't. I usually we'd go after her and say I didn't. I, I saw bits, but it wasn't. Not the way I saw some of the stuff on Twitter, which I know he's fucking toxic at the best of times. So, yeah, interesting day, but there was a bit of a backlash with them too. Hmm. Well, so it's interesting focusing on Sammy there, but surely I'd forgotten, right? Because you do, don't you? You forget, like, who are these people from the earlier part of the season? Oh, yeah, that person was in. Um, but I forgot how much of a dick Tom was and how much he irritated me early on. It's like, oh, I don't want any drama. But then he's fucking right in the middle of it. And and just, ah, it just bugged me. <laughs> and so I actually thought coming into that, I, I, I with Tom and Sammy, I thought, you know what? They might just have a chance here. I, I've said for weeks now, I, I hope Kai and Sanam win, and I was so chuffed, to be honest, when they actually did. Uh, it, it went to the right couple. I, I've been a bit sceptical right since Liam and uh, Millie won it that year that, well, cheating's just part of the strategy now, isn't it? You've just taught everyone that, you know, you can go and cheat in Casa Amor and it's just a test. You can get together, public loves you, and we'll vote you in. So my faith in the voting public was restored a little bit. I think going, you know, to Shaq and Tanya, before going into Casa Amor, Shaq displayed some distasteful behavior, didn't he? He was getting very intense and, uh, you know, a bit controlling of Tanya felt, you know, when she won the... Co- when- when she won the kissing competition, I think that was Shaq at his worst. But then Shan, Shanya, that's what they were called. They were called Shanya. That's what everyone was calling him. Yeah. So Shaq and Tanya, when Tanya in particular went in, and then she pulled Martin, and then brought Martin back, I thought she was it, her gaslighting game went right up. You know, and I didn't like the way she sort of treated Martin, the best bit. One of the highlights of the season was Martin, you know, eating his popcorn at the movie night. And so it it doesn't really surprise me that, that they're not that popular. I didn't think, like, I didn't think it'd be, like, 2%, but fourth feels about right. And then, like I say, I guess with Tom and Sammy, you know, Tom you know, he's quite flaky at the start, wasn't he? And and then, you know, he was another cheater. And I was thinking coming into it, you know, he might do a Liam and uh, and Millie thing here and then just steal it. So again, I, I was quite happy. A little bit surprised that, that uh, Ron and Lana came second. I, th- I thought it would be the other way around. I thought Tom and uh, Sammy would come second and Ron and Lana third. But uh, when you look at the percentages, there's not that much in it, is there? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's true. And I think watching it, I, I love the fact that, you know, my time was going, oh, we're going to, you know, the, the intent, the tension. There's, there's no fucking tension. Everyone's just watching <laughs> the clock, like, just get it over and done with. We, we don't really... Thing. This this season for me, Debbie, we saw about the season. So obviously, Kai Sanon win it. Great stuff. They, they genuinely looked surprised. And, you know, fair play. And I think, to be honest, Kai owes a massive drink to fucking Olivia, Dave. Because <laughs> never has anybody's PR been elevated so much by someone who people disliked. And somewhere, Olivia is talking to herself and she's writing a memoir, Dave. And, it, and the new book she's bringing out simply says, 
It should have been me, Dave. I, I just, I haven't seen a socials, but I fucking guarantee there'll be some bitchy comment or something towards Kai Dave. She absolutely got that wrong with him, and it helped him so much with the show and the people's popularity. She'll soon be releasing the Kai dartboard on Etsy, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't see off camera about Kai, yeah, with the fucking papers and everything. Oh, oh it'll God. be something like, oh, yeah, but he's totally fake, isn't he? Uh, I'm not surprised he won because, you know, he's fake. And, oh, it's just, I, I, it, you know what? As much as I, I was kind of happy for Kai and Sanam to win, it, it, it did make me think of Olivia and how fucking bitter she probably was at that. And so I did have a little chuckle about it. I must <laughs> so Dave, what did you think of this series as a whole? I thought there were good bits in it. Um, you know, some of the some of the episodes were, were gripping and you were waiting, you know, for the next episode to come around. But given that you're talking about 50-odd episodes, I could probably count on one hand when that was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this if I was to rank the whole season, it's been a bit of a snore fest, hasn't it? I mean, compare it to maths, right? When almost every episode has got you gripped, and, and they're different, you know, the, the format of it's different and everything. Or you could say that, you know, the format is the same, but the drama is different. Whereas here, I think everyone's just a little bit too, little bit too cute little bit too aware of the the career after and the fact that they're they're on camera you know they'll the mask will slip a little bit occasionally but you know not much and they're all just a bit too tactical so I don't know my and, and by the way I, I obviously you know but I, I mean I, I think there's probably a suspicion out there that I've just dropped out and stopped watching it I have been watching it. I've just been so busy the last couple of weeks. Obviously, we haven't had time to record. But watching along, it just feels really tired and stale. And, you know, I I know you hate, like, the baby game. And I've always said, yeah, it's it's kind of all right. And the the thing I like about it is you've got these self-obsessed narcissists who never have to take care of anything apart from how does their makeup look. You know, boys and girls, you know, how they all take hours to present themselves. And they all look really good, by the way. But, you know, that that is the center of their world. And so for a single day, having this striking little ball of plastic, you know, I, I kind of like that. But this time, and you're talking about multiple UK seasons. There's obviously, you know, they do the same thing in Australia. They do the same thing in the US. I'm just... This season is like, I'm so fucking done with this now. I, I, like, is it that this is part of the DNA? So, you know, you, you always have to have the baby game. I suppose meeting the parents, it, it, it is interesting. But again, even that I felt was a bit flat because what, what you know, the entertaining bits are when you see someone coming in and they're not bought into it at all. And they they give them a bit of you know uh, tough love. You know they might call yeah. them out on some things, but you don't now because they don't want to fuck up their chances. They know the game too well. So yeah, I I thought this whole season was a little bit flat, if I'm honest. Yeah, I can't disagree, Dave. I think 
it took five weeks for us to get anywhere where we got any drama, didn't we? It was like the first couple of weeks, there was nothing. The last series in August, it was great. You know, July, August, there was just something from the start one. That I know we went on about Gemma Rowan and it, it changed then and had Ekinsu who made it fun. And then she was so aware of everything, Davy Day, you know, and obviously I got everything correct with that series, Dave, which helps, you know, obviously. You got your one Ele- fucking Hail Mary, which you will <laughs> die well, off forever. <laughs> well, somebody did say there is a 1% chance, and I've, I've not seen who a it is, Dave. But, uh, does come in every now and then. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm with you. There has to be something that changes. So, so they're already advertising for Mallorca for the summer, and I'm like, oh my god! It seems to be like you said, it's become stale. It's become like what, well, like not re- sort of reality shows, stuff like X Factor, when you know, Pop Idol, Britain's Got Talent. They're all the same formula, and they stick to it. Even, and I think for us, obviously, this is your mistake, really, Dave, because you wanted us to do obviously the UK one in the summer, then Australia, and then we've gone straight to the UK one. I mean, six months of Love Island off your recommendation has been a hell of. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Now, taking a step back, has that influenced in a negative way? So doing the Australian one before Christmas and then coming straight into the winter Love Island, has that soured our, our viewing of it? Or I, I don't think this is just us, though. I don't think it is just you and I sort of getting a bit jaded with it all. I, I think just everyone... You know, with it being in the winter, it's actually a bit sunny today, but, you know, it's it just feels wrong. You you want to be, you know, in the summer yourself. You want to be, like, watching it, enjoying it, and especially if they're not going to change the fucking format. If everyone's going to play up to the cameras and, you know, hide their true selves, apart from the occasional bit of drama... You don't need it twice a year. You certainly don't need it fucking relentlessly following the countries. <laughs> <laughs> and you can drop trees off the end of that. Or or rees, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I, I'm with you, Dave. And I think the viewing figures, they've, they've like been under a million per episode. I think they were down to like 700,000 this last week. So everyone, there's so many messages we've had of people saying we're just not watching it now you know it's just and that's unusual for love island and it i think i do think joking aside i pushed for us to do the australian love island and it was a step too far we needed that break and i think this is too much i don't want to see another love island winter i really don't it's great for us engaging on the podcast i love speaking to everybody everybody coming in some having a go at us some not some agreeing disagreeing that's the whole point of this you know it's a reality show that we all love talking about it's nonsense and it's just been too much it's been too far i just i just didn't get the reason behind it they tried it you know 3 years ago lockdown here and other circumstances which you know about you know for obvious reasons the show wasn't on I just don't know what they're going to bring to the table in the summer that's going to be any different. They've not changed it now for nearly five or six years. And mm. the only thing they brought brought out was that on the extravagant dates, the couples then decided who they were going to vote for. And that was like Kai and Sanam had a chance. How like Shaq and Tanya, Tommy, uh, Tom and Sammy didn't get votes, I do not know. And, and then we lost, you know, a couple, but... And it was Jesse and Will, but but again, that wasn't something that was needed. It's mm. like there is a lot of things in my eyes that have to be 
how it just have to be fresh and real, real people. And I just don't think we're going to get it. It is a, it is a avenue to make a lot of money, ride off into the sunset, buy a house, car, whatever. There is, there is a, a massive financial benefit these days. And unfortunately, we've been saying it since we've been covering it. It's just got worse and worse every time we yeah. watch it. So I just don't know what they can do. I really don't. That's going to make it, make it more engaging. The cast make absolute. So I, you know what I saw again, Dave? We saw about Olivia with Liam and his video from when he came in a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. she, she was on Tommy Fury's fucking video as a girl chasing him. I saw that yesterday. I'm like, fuck was me. It Tommy, I, I, can't, I saw that a couple of weeks ago. Someone found it. Yeah. yeah. She was just in the background, wasn't she? Yeah. The Liam one, she was on the top of the library and he, That's he runs yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But then I saw the one with Tommy Fury yesterday and he's got his boxing gloves on and she's running oh, after him. And I'm like, it's a different one. A different oh, one. I'm like, oh, fucking man. hell. How she really has are you? been chasing it. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I mean, she'll be in next seasons as chasing one of the other contestants, probably Dave. Talk about a fucking desperado. So that's what you're dealing with, unfortunately. So yeah. I'm sorry to leave it on like a a, a bad note, but it's just not lived up to the hype that I thought it would for me. I mean, who in this cast that we've seen, so people who were in the final and stuff and all the contestants or Islanders who've come on, who would you say is not chasing the fame? Who isn't already fucking plastered over Instagram and, you know, looking to be that influencer, looking to do the nightclub circuit. I think in past seasons, maybe not so recently, but you you go further back and, you know, you get the impression that at least some of them were there to find someone. Whereas I think 100% of the people we've seen on this series, it's all just about creating that perception, creating that minor celebrity life after well and i agree with that because all we've got to do dave is as we were talking last uh, yesterday with cameo is <laughs> who's doing a birthday invitation who's doing <laughs> a meet and greet it's going to be all sorts of people sadly yeah i i think so and so i don't know Apparently, I mean, I haven't seen any actual figures. I've just seen a rhetoric that, you know, the, the Love Island figures are, are down. But it's it's difficult to tell, isn't it? Because some people don't watch it live. You know, they'll stream it. And so you have to add your traditional viewing figures to the streaming figures as well. So it's difficult to really say, you know, what the figures are until a few weeks after. But you can just tell just for our from our own little bubble our own little sphere if you like people have just been dropping out like flies me included you know in terms of our recording but um yeah people just aren't interested and and i almost wonder have they fucked up the summer one yeah you know because it, the way this has finished the last couple of weeks no one's interested summer it's fucking march <laughs> that's the other thing isn't it they've made the seasons longer so sure. you know we're in march now it'll start again in june you've only had three months off i know i won't be fucking ready for another fucking love island to see the same shit again <laughs> hoping for a handful 10 percent 
We've got 50 episodes. I'll be generous and say there were five good episodes. You know, things like the movie night, you know, they, uh, coming back from Casa Ramor. I mean, that was probably the episode. That, 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 that was the season highlight, wasn't it? That's two episodes. I'll be generous and say there were probably another three somewhere. So 10% of all this watching time. You, yeah. You're waiting for that. So they've got to do something. And, uh, you know, I think the problem is, even though the viewing figures are down, it's still probably a bit of a cash cow for ITV, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. And I think you summed that up perfectly, Dave. And uh, I think as well, we're doing maths at the same time. And maths is just night and day. You know, the, the level of shithousery, gaslighting, all the things wrong, but all the things right for a, a reality show are just there to be seen. Some of the characters, and I think having the older people on the show as well, you know, like you look at that, we, that we always say we need older people on Love Island and that. Looking at Married at First Sight, the people are fucking older and even worse, you know, so I think they just don't have no filter. So Married at First Sight is a all right, slightly different show, but it brings everything to the table that I want in a reality show. And unfortunately, doing them running simultaneously is not been great for Love Island in my eyes either. We can tolerate a lot, but just that being on at the same time for me has just ruined it even more, I think. Yeah, and I, I was just looking, Chris, you're saying about the older people, right? Season one of Love Island was in summer of 2015. That is eight years ago, my friend. How old were a lot of this cast when that was on? How old were we, Dave? I was still in my 30s then. I mean, basically, (laughs) for some of the younger crowd, their teenage years have basically had Love Island in them. Yeah. They've grown up with it. Yeah. That's true. That's fucking nuts, isn't it? So, you know, again, we're, we're getting a, a different level of player through now. Yeah. That's very true, actually. Dave. Think of it like that. We were, how old are we? What's going on here, well, Dave? Have the, we... the good news is we're fucking old, so it doesn't really matter. You know, <laughs> so 2015 just feels like yesterday. But, you know, when you're that age, it's, you're changing a lot, aren't you? And yeah. like I say, it changes your whole perception around like the 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 world and stuff. Like I remember, well, if you think about now, like people who are coming into the workforce, they've just never known a life without the internet. Never known a life without fucking smartphones and well, young people aren't on Facebook, but you know, Snapchat, fucking Instagram, all these things. It's That's it's true, just that. it's just different, and so yeah. I, I think this this is again for me why they really have to shake things up because it's so formulaic now. Everyone knows the game, everyone knows exactly what's gonna happen. And yeah, people will fuck up a bit. But that's why you've got this, you know, very rare occasion where you get some real drama because everyone's like pretending to be someone else. Even fucking Tom Wright, he's a semi professional fucking footballer. The fucking football season's on. No, and he's <laughs> so, in Love Island. <laughs> and he's in fucking Love Island. So, you know, even him, you would say, oh, well, he's got something, you know, outside of celebritydom. 
But he's not really, has he? No. Or else he'd be fucking playing. Yeah, they wouldn't have allowed him, would they? The, the club no. would have binned him off. So, uh, yeah, it's a very good... I didn't think of that, Dave. Now, listen, I've got a pitch for you, Dave. Now, just hear me out now. Okay. We've done the Daily Daily Dave. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dave. You there? You there? Now, obviously, they're supposed to be the middle-aged Love Island coming on, Dave. Perfect. You know, potentially, Davina McCauley's going to be the presenter, ex-Big Brother alumni. But I've just mentioned a show, Dave, that's coming back in the UK this year. Now, I'm not being funny, Dave, but Big Brother was the pinnacle, the pinnacle of shows. And we've not discussed this off the podcast, and I can feel the grinding of the teeth, the Chris Phelps voodoo doll is now being absolutely destroyed, Dave, as we speak it. Just throwing it out there. I'm not saying any more than that, my friend. Uh, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> and I'll tell you why because I've got quite an addictive personality Big Brother I fucking loved but you know what I loved about it Chris it's not this fucking one hour of edited content that you see that's very staged very set up you can see the producer fingerprints all over it Big Brother at least in the early seasons when I was watching it, it, it you could watch you know obviously through the TV 24-7, you could uh, stream it on your laptop or whatever. So all of these different avenues just consumed my life for season <laughs> one and two. And you had the fucking nasty Nick and stuff and old Bubble. I remember him flying over the sofa on, on uh, season two. So, yeah, I, I, you know what I want to do, Chris? You know what I want to do? It's uh, talk about fucking set up and fake and bunch of fame chasers. The Bachelor. I want to do the fucking Bachelor because, by God, I have been yearning for that once a week episode. <laughs> I have missed it. I must admit, I, I am genuinely with you. I've missed the Bachelor franchise, Bachelor, Bachelorette, that utter horseshit bollocks on that show, Dave. And uh, we've not done one for, it must be nearly a year now because of all the bloody Love Island and maths and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I, I sort of want to dip our toe back into it. And you're right, an hour and a half once a week? Bring that fucker on, Dave. <laughs> I will absolutely dissect. I will never, ever besmirch the name of the Bachelor franchise ever again, steady, Dave. Steady, I cannot well, make that promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it weird that because we've stepped away from it for a year or so, we, yeah. we actually genuinely want to come back in, whereas <laughs> fucking want to shoot fucking red hot pokers through my fingernails or something, you know, when we finished that last season. <laughs> well, Dave, let's have a look at the schedule because we're not doing anything until maths is finished now. We've got to clear maths off the agenda because we just cannot do it. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not honest. Honest, Dave, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dave, we have had our final email about Love Island for this season. Well, it goes in with the... If you do want to send them in, guys, as always, cdrlticast.gmail.com. But this one is from Zico, Dave. What a great name. Oh, uh, Brazilian legend, Zico. Legend, yeah, yeah, Zico. What a player. So, hi, Chris and Dave. Thanks, as always, for a great podcast. Gave me good laughs and perspective every day at lunch during work. I also think you bring out the interesting parts of Love Island, the relationship drama, the debates over how best to handle situations and comments how the producers impact the show. 
I think this season of Love Island was almost great. It had all the beats of a great series. Relationship drama in multiple couples, season sweethearts in Lan and Sanam. Comeback Kai will add something different. Jessie flying from another continent to play the game. I do think she's genuine, by the way. She just was too involved in Casey's business at the end. There were some genuinely hilarious moments, including Tanya's ability to shirk blame after her movements in Casa Amor and give an apology speech in front of Martin, as well as Olivia saying the elephant in the room was Ron after moving out. Now, that was fucking brilliant, that I've got to say. <laughs> Talk about, I have no idea what she's fucking doing. I am happy kind San on one, and it was great to see a mature couple who seemed to like each other take the prize. I will say that the chemistry between the islanders seemed non-existent this series, and it made it less memorable, in my opinion. Drama became less enjoyable and lower stakes because it felt like the Islanders genuinely did not like each other at points. I also think the season didn't have enough big personalities outside of Tanya who could bounce off each other and really stand their ground in the villa. It's something that Love Island has lacked for a few seasons, in my opinion. The producers need to freshen up the format, perhaps have games with a prize for one couple each week to raise the stakes and encourage the couples to form stronger bonds as they try to win weekly. Anyways, well done and well-deserved to Kain Sanam, and thanks for another great season of the CD Reality Cast. Best, Zico. So what a great, great email that is, Dave. Really, really good. That's fantastic. And you know what? I'm glad. I'm genuinely really happy that he seems to have really enjoyed the season, and I think you know there probably are people out there who have enjoyed it a lot as well. Um, It's just not pair of miserable old bastards like us. <laughs> like us yeah that's a one day <laughs> well no. chris i i do have uh some reviews to read out so uh across on apple podcasts so in our gb store this one is titled new buddies i adore these guys it's just like going to the pub with friends in the good old days and swapping opinions takes on goings on in reality land as a s-h-a-m I think that is a stay-at-home mom and vet. I'm not sure I'm their target audience, but I love these guys regardless and look forward to catching up with them daily. Thanks so much, guys. And then we have another one. It says, the best reality TV podcast out there. This is my go-to reality TV podcast. I love the day after watching an episode of Love Island or Mass. Check and see what Chris and Dave think. I like that they're older. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now, come on. (laughs) Because I can't think of any man in their 40s who discuss it with me. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's a backhanded compliment or what. Um, Sometimes it does does stop me in my judgment tracks when they make me think, yeah, I made some idiotic mistakes in my 20s. Hello, Kettle. Meat pot. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) I agree. My only criticism is that I wish you'd started reviewing Maths Australia in line with the E4 release date. I'm always going to be behind on your podcast. I imagine that's the same for other UK Maths Australia fans. That's a good point, that, isn't it, Chris? But I don't really know how to get around that, other than, I mean, we we still show up... uh, if you scroll down the page, I guess, but I, I don't know, like Spotify, I guess has some playlists, doesn't it? I, I, there must be a way that we can make it easier for people to just go to the relevant episode. Yeah. And you know, I thought that when we were talking a maths episode, the last one, and I'm like, Oh, it's great. Everyone from the UK is tuning in. I'm thinking, hang on, 
We are on episode 26. It's going to be another three weeks if people are watching it in sequence with the show. So it's all one of them back to the future Einstein moments, Dave. You know, like he's a minute in front. (laughs) He's not like, I was saying it. And then I was like, but there isn't really any point me saying that because people would be like, well, Chris, thanks for that. That was four weeks ago when you mentioned that one or three weeks. So yeah, I don't don't know what to say with that. It's a good point. Now, I think I've done it before. I think I can create a, a... I think I can create a playlist, Dave, on Spotify, but then you'd have to d- distribute the link yourself sort of thing. It's, it's, yeah, I'd have to have a look at that. I have done it previously for Bachelor and Bachelorette on Spotify. You could oh. always do it on the Facebook page. I mean, if people mm. are listening via other podcast catchers, I guess, you know, it doesn't really work. But I don't know. It's just one of those things. I, I think we always want to be – because we have listeners from all over, don't we? And I, I would want to – I, look, I can't pause it. I can't wait for maths for four weeks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll figure something out, I'm sure. We will, we will. And Dave, big thank you to everyone. As Dave said, we really appreciate you. Thank you, guys. If you want to email us, as I said before, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. As always, please get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. Come over there, guys. All of Shows are linked on there. So if you are behind on any of them and you're outside the UK or wherever you are watching it, you know, there are available through uh, Charlene and Tom. We do appreciate you, you putting all them links up for us, guys. So thank you. Uh, if you want to get over in sports a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CDVLTCast. So the last Love Island roll call of honor for this series, Dave, is Kent, Look at Lulu Green, Lauren Tracy, Hennessy Susan, Dee Dee Katie, Libby Joanna, Noreen Chloe, Brianna Helen, Keith, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, Emma, Schmave, Nicola, Macy, Alex, Helen, and Larissa. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Oh, it's over, Dave. <laughs> it's fucking over. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> the end is <laughs> near. near. <laughs> so we reach our final good. But anyway, Dave, <laughs> it's been amazing that. We've done it. I like the way you've John Terry did at the end. Come in to get the trophy <laughs> and all the I've applause. I've got my kit on here. I've got <laughs> my Speedos and my Crocs on. <laughs> well done, Dave. Yeah, well done. Um, but no, thank you, everyone. It's been an unbelievable journey for us this year. Oh, my gosh, has this been. This has been the longest two months ever on a reality show, Dave. Just unbelievable. <laughs> and Chris, it's going to be 9 o'clock tonight. And I don't have to fucking watch Love Island. I'm so happy. I might just shed a tear. But uh, <laughs> thank you very much, sir. It has been a lot of fun. Even though, you know, the series, I, I feel like it's been lackluster. It's always brilliant uh, to come on here and just rip its pieces. Uh, <laughs> so thank you very much to yourself, sir. Especially, you know, covering when I couldn't do it. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.